And this podcast was sort of my excuse to be able to reach out without sounding weird. Because I could just be like, well, we're doing it for the podcast. So it's okay, you know? <laughs> it's an excuse, really. But I just wanted friends, if I'm being honest. That <laughs> it's funny that because I, I was kind of thinking the same thing. Hello, beautiful people. My name is Alex Catano. I'm the host of Scott the Nation Studios, and I am here with David Vega from South of the Eighth Podcast. How are you doing, David? Hey, man. Hey, everyone. So it was kind of fitting that you would be here, given that you helped me a lot when the show was about to hit two years. You kind of came at the perfect time when I appeared on your show. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we we're talking about that. How you've had sort of the same luck, right? Because it it is luck. I mean, I've been seeing your stuff for a while now, and I've been meaning to. Sh- to have the courage to hit you up, you know, because again, it's not too many that we have like local San Diego podcasts, you know? So I've been meaning to reach out for a while. And just one day I was just like, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to send it, you know, because I had it drafted. I sent it to you. We linked up and everything. And we sh- when I showed up, you told me that I was like, oh man, who knew? Like it just lined up perfectly. It's pretty cool. It was actually kind of funny. And I've actually never shared this with you, but uh, in the beginning of this year, I said to myself, I'm either going to appear on South of the Eighth or I'm going to appear on the Heartful <laughs> Truth. And sure yeah. enough, I'm actually going to appear on both. Uh, I'm not sure when I'll appear on the Heartful Truth, but yeah. I know it's in the works. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I'm glad you sort of, uh, what is it? What do you say when you like project it? No. Envision it, I guess. Envision it, yeah. Yeah. And you, yeah, and it works. Like I said, I, I've been wanting to reach out to you for a while too. So it, Again, it just kind of worked out, and it was a fun episode. I really, I really liked talking to you. Thank you. I really do. I appreciate it. And like I said, we both do podcasts. We've both yeah. been in this business around for a while, and I just kind of want to learn a little bit about why you yourself wanted to start this. Okay. Yeah. So funny, funny enough, it all sort of culminated with like uh, the pandemic. But for, for me, I've always loved the internet, right? Like I've always been an internet person. So anything from like YouTube and Reddit and like chat mails and stuff like that, like I've always done it growing up. Fast forward to right before the pandemic, I used to really like collecting hobbies. <laughs> it sounds weird, but like I would look at something, get really into it and then buy it like a bass or a guitar and try to learn it. And once I kind of learned enough, I would like move on to the next thing. So the podcasting one is one of those for me. And I had just sold my like um, a PlayStation 4. <laughs> And two instruments, plus some other hobbies stuff that I had laying around. I had sold all that stuff to buy podcast equipment because I was thinking about starting one. And then the pandemic hit. So literally, I didn't have anything to do. Like, all I could do was go, go to work and then go home. So I kind of, I was put, I put myself in a corner there because I had no other way to entertain myself. So I just, it took off, you know, before I knew it. I got the name South of the Eight just from growing up and, and being referred to as South of the Eight. Like, I did sports. So every time we went up north. They would call us the kids of South D8 or stuff like that. And I remember I was working in an ambulance this is a while back, but I was working in an ambulance and I picked up a patient up north and I told them where we're going. And they're like, no, 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 I don't go South of D8. And that's when it hit me like, oh, it's supposed to be like derogatory. Like the whole time I thought it was just like, you know, like, oh, the guys from the West, the guys from the East, the guys from the South. But now it's supposed to be like, you know, separation of San Diego lifestyles, you know? 
and it hit me and it really stuck with me. And ever since South of the Eight just really rang true to me for of where I was and what I sort of represented. So when I thought of a name, I kind of it just kind of clicked. I was like, oh, South of the Eight would be kind of cool. And if there's one thing my podcast gets a lot of compliments on, it's the name. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm, I'm I love it, and I'm I'm glad that it's sort of stuck, and uh, you know, and and it's evolved into other things. But yeah, for sure, South of the Eight was always the main idea. You know, I started with like coffee shops and restaurants and little things like that, and it kind of just became really into like activism and all these other things. And it's it's evolved. It's, I mean, I'm sure much like yours, it just. Even if you would have thought of one thing, it ends up being something else. And that's just part of the cool journey, I guess. I like that you brought up being an entrepreneur because in a way, you kind of have to kind of go your, out there. Uh, funny enough, uh, this is recorded on April 23rd. Uh, right. So yesterday was Chicano Park Day. And coincidentally, we were both there. We didn't run into each other. But no, I, I didn't see your story till after I left. And I was like, damn, I would have loved to like have said hi or something. No, same here, because I saw a lot of my friends uh, that were there, but it's just like, it was just so much going on. But (laughs) I'm positive we were both there for the same reason, which was try to get guests uh, or start recruiting. (laughs) It's a shady plug, but yeah, for sure. I I wanted to meet people and say hi and kind of make a face to the podcast sometimes. You know, it's kind of cool. Also, just because like it had been so long since they had one. And I remember thinking when I plan on going earlier in the week, I remember thinking like, oh yeah, like, we'll just like cruise down to, to one of the parking lots on the outside. What's the new one by the um, little shopping center? Whatever the name is. I, I had a plan of going there, parking there, walking around and going driving home. <laughs> and then we just got close to the Cesar Chavez um, or Chicago Park uh, exit. And I was like, oh, this is insane. Like, we're going to have to go take the trolley. Like, it it became like this monstrosity. It was really cool to watch, but I really did not expect it to be that crowded. I don't know if, did you, did you know it was going to be that big? I had a feeling it was going to be crowded at the park. I didn't expect, like, our uh, hub and Soloka <laughs> yeah. and them. I didn't expect, like, I knew people were going to be there. I just didn't know we were going to get to a point where we had to kind of, like, jump around and move. Yeah, did you get the waddle, the penguin waddle? As do yeah. as like <laughs> like one river is going one way and the other river is going the other way. Got That's really what happened. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Um, but no, again, I'm, I was super glad to see that. Uh, just the support that like the community has, you know, like especially with the last couple of years when people refer us to community, we all refer to like well, this right, like the zooms and the Instagram reels and the fo- who do you follow? Like, oh, you follow that page? That's cool. Like, that's my community. And now seeing that. Like IRL was really, it was really cool. One uh, one thing that I want to know uh, for you, because you brought up the pandemic and that's pretty much the yeah. same time that this show started. A lot of podcasts started that way. I oh, actually sure. I actually appeared on a show called the Mind Bus Podcast. There was a show called International Podcast Day. So it was me, uh, the Mind Bus Podcast and many other podcasters all over the world that right. were just kind of sharing their story. Funny enough, out of, all of those names that appear, Gil and I are actually the only two that are still around. So I kind of <laughs> want to know what what kind of yeah. going to continue the podcast. I know after the pandemic, people stopped, but it seems yeah. like a few of us are still sticking around. You know, I'm going to be honest. I Mine's not a completely consistent trajectory. Like there was about like nine months I kind of took off and it wasn't on any, like I didn't plan to take them off. And at no point that I think I was quitting for me it was just like, oh, I got really busy with work and and some other stuff. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll maybe skip a month and then I'll just start looking for guests. 
And then I just kept not looking for them and not looking for them. And then I got to a point where I was just like, man, like they're not even, they're not even going to know who I am. Cause there was a point I will admit that especially during the pandemic and stuff where either I reached out to people, they reached out to me and it was kind of like, yeah, let's do it. You know, it was kind of like right away. So then I went back because I took that break. I went back to having to explain what the podcast was and like what it was about. So I did take a little bit of a hiatus um, and I would post like one, maybe a month for like two months. Uh, but after those nine months of like not being consistent, I kind of just went back at it. And, and we're still not super, like we don't even have a schedule or anything, but we are trying to make a reach. We're reaching to people like you, you know, um, we recently had a episode with the Heartful podcast um, as well. Uh, so things like that, you know, or sorry, the Floja podcast, not Heartful, my bad. <laughs> Heartful would be a cool one to have. Uh, Floja podcast. Um, anyway, yeah, it, it's just, I guess I, I kept thinking that I really liked it and I really wanted to keep doing it. I guess to answer your question, sorry about the long tangent, but um, the reason I kept doing it is just because I really enjoyed having these cool conversations. So I did miss it. You know, it didn't seem like a chore to me. To me, it just seemed like I had other stuff going and I, I was too busy, but I always wanted to find my way back. And now that I have, I, I love it. It's really, it's been a lot of fun. No, I, but, I really love that. Yeah, no, but I was going to say, like you mentioned, you know, not many people st stuck to it because a lot did start, but not everybody sort of pushed through. It, it is a hump. I don't know. Did you get that? Like, was there any point where you were just like, oh, I'm just really tired and I have other stuff going on? Yes. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned that because I didn't do a, a show this week doing three shows back to back on the same yeah. week and then like trying to put them together. I was like, I need a break. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. For sure. And, and you know, that putting it together part, I feel like that's such an important part because recording is the fun part for me, but it's all the, the editing and stuff that gets overwhelming because I could do this all day, you know, but it's just all the extra stuff. Like you're thinking the post for Instagram, right? Or you're thinking for the editing of the audio and then you're thinking for an intro, outro, and you're thinking it's just so many things that go into it because I would love to keep having conversations. It's all the extra work that <laughs> makes me hesitate a little bit, but I've learned to love it. But, you know, it's a lot of work. I don't know for you. I, have you streamlined sort of your your method yet? Because I, um, I still wing it every episode. It's it's a balance because in one way I have like my notes here and all the questions I want to ask. And then whenever someone throws something out there out of the blue that I want to learn more about, then I just kind of right. improv and then just elaborate on what that is. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, I guess. That's a cool thing about, about the uh, podcast, right? It's just an outlet. Well, we are creative in like different ways, even though we both do podcasts. We definitely have a different way of doing it, which is really cool. You know, has there been a specific interview or interviews that have stuck out to you that kind of helped change the game of what South of the Eighth has become? Yeah, a few. Um, and funny enough, um, I mean, I I will say I love all my episodes. You know, <laughs> I'm unbiased, <laughs> but definitely for um. Like this is the trajectory of the podcast. <clears throat> there was a couple I did during the peak of like the George Floyd protest and stuff like that. They were really cool about like uh, local activists that were either um, starting um, uh, groups that would like protest against certain things, or it was just people in the community that like really wanted to voice their voice uh, or let their voice be heard. Right. And I never seen a uh, sort of activist or perspective from the podcast, but it because of everything that was going on, it just felt very, very much like that. And I've always been like politically inclined, but for the podcast, it was just supposed to be all rainbows and happy at first, you know? 
And then a lot of this stuff was happening and I felt like I couldn't not say something, which I know sounds pretentious, but given having a microphone in front of you, you're like, well, if I'm going to talk about something, you know, let it be what I believe. And then I met um, Joey Reyes, shout out Joey from um, Reyes Rarities. It's a small bookstore in the, in the art hub. Super cool. Check it out. Plug there. Um, but I met him for an interview because I loved going to his bookstore and I was like, hey man, like, I've been here coming in here for a while. Like, would you like to be on my podcast? And this was supposed to be strictly just a, hey, you're cool. Let's get a guest for the podcast. And then we started talking. And and then before I knew it, it got sort of political, leftist political. And and talking about social change and things like that, more activist based. And then we um we kind of connected and I, I kept texting him. And I'm like, hey, man, like, would you like to just start a segment with me? I was like, I've never done this sort of on extra for the podcast. It's always been through South of the Eight. But I was like, I would love to keep talking about the specific topic, but I felt like if I had it on the main podcast, it would just seem a little bit off. So I was like, we should start up a segment, you know, specifically for that. And we did. And then we become pretty good friends. And funny enough, that sort of added just out of an interview, you know, that we like talking to each other. So we just added a whole, a whole new segment to it. And then with that, funny enough, I was like, well, for already doing segments, I, uh, uh, Jessica Bernal, uh, co-editor of the whole thing, and uh, and my girlfriend is getting her own um, little talk segment. It's it's a little less uh, consistent because uh, she really likes to look for the people she's going to interview. But again, it, it this all came within a couple of months. I never thought about doing three podcasts, but somehow now I have three podcasts in my hand. Um, so that's fun. That's been a, a lot of fun. But, you know, it's funny how one episode will just sort of yeah, like, or meeting one person. We've talked about this online, actually. I like sometimes meeting cool people will lead to really cool opportunities or like other interviews and stuff like that. It's kind of funny, though, that the show itself kind of puts together not only your friends, but like really your mutual family in the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It really for sure. creates those bonds. Um, if anyone knows, like Luce and I are pretty much a team at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. It's like. Yeah, like I remember my girlfriend and I, we don't we'd known each other for a while, but we reconnected because of the podcast because we'd talk and then she'd be like, Oh, like I know someone that might want to be on your podcast. And I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. And then like, you know, and then we just kind of do a back and forth. Cause she was actually also on the podcast. We had an education-based episode. This was way back in the beginning. And um I remember from there, she'd be like, Oh, like I know this person, I know that person. And then she would just help. And then she took over like the um Instagram and like the sort of um the what is it called the design of like flyers and pictures and stuff like that graphic design that's the word she took over that because she's super artistic and it's just been a lot of fun to collaborate with someone like you said like you and Luce are a team I feel like that with her and I got really lucky that you know that I have someone that helped because like I said a lot of the background stuff is a lot of work right like it's not you don't just pump out one in a day right well at least I don't (laughs) but you know (laughs) Especially, I love procrastinating, so it's just like, oh, shit, I, I was supposed to post it, and I'm just like, <laughs> you know, doing everything last minute. I wanted to learn, and I'm actually shocked I've never asked this to any podcaster. Yeah. Um, Ideally, who is someone who is a possibility to be on South of the Eighth that you would love to have on South of the Eighth? Oh, man, that's, um, that's a really cool question. Especially because, like, we all dream big, right? Right. <laughs> um, 
But if I had to be honest, and this is someone like day one, I was like, man, it'd be really cool if I ever got to, is uh, Rudy Francisco. He's a local poet, uh, San Diego poet. Has really cool books. He does a lot of spoken word in uh, Queen Bees. Um, guy's badass. Like if you uh, if you look him up on like uh, YouTube or Spotify, I know that he has a he'll have his performances. There's spoken word, which is like it's kind of like rap without the music. You know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, it's a crude way to put it, but it's really cool. It's not like your super rhymy poetry that you might be thinking of if you think of poetry. It's like really cool, like thoughtful things that may rhyme. Or maybe like interesting and funny. Anyway, spoken word is really cool. But Rudy Francisco is a badass and he's from San Diego. And I've known about that guy since high school. Been obsessed with his work. Have all of his books. Podcast is going to be up this Wednesday. Any big things coming up your way? I'll be recording probably by Wednesday. <laughs> but uh, well, uh, Working Class Stooges is working on having some guests. So it's usually just me and Joey ranting. Um, but we're going to start having some guests and uh, we have a couple lined up and we're looking to record. It's going to be fun. Just extending on that sort of um, podcast. And then for South of the Eight, uh, we're hopefully recording also pretty soon. Uh, we did take a little bit of a two week break, but we're back. You know, like I said, we're not super, super consistent and I'm working on that. But when we do post them out, for some reason, they always stack up and like we'll have a bunch for a couple of weeks. So we're just kind of going with that pattern right now. Again, I don't want to learn to hate this. So I don't push myself to like a breaking point. You know what I mean? Uh, because I want to enjoy it. So and then it, you could th tell in like the conversations you have to like, I feel like I sometimes walk out of an interview thinking like, man, I should have been more involved. Like not that it was bad. And if it was, it was my fault. But I feel like, man, I shouldn't have like, I should have waited an extra day or should have like pushed it for next week, you know, like I should have been better prepared. But, but I do try my hardest. And, um, so it's just a, all sort of a learning. Like I said, we're really making a push for it. So I, I want to, I want to stick to it for sure. Final thoughts that you want to throw in before I, uh, close out the podcast? Uh, no, man. Thank you for having me on your podcast. This is a lot of fun. Uh, really happy to see, you know, how you keep, getting bigger and bigger that's always fun to see man because like i said i've been seeing your stuff for a while and now you're an official guest of mine so you know it's cool it'll i'm really excited to see where you go and you know the podcast around san diego really like i, I love seeing all the people like oh i made it to this many followers or whatever like it, it thing that excites you i'm there with you thank you David Vega, everybody from South of the Eight Podcast. It was just very fitting to bring him on the show, and I was very glad to bring in yet another podcaster into Catanation Studios. And we are set for another episode of Catanation in Espanol coming up this Friday as Mipan Bakery's Alejandro Gomez joins the show. And then next week, we have Jennifer Cooksey, author of A River of Lost Souls, coming to Catanation. Stay tuned for more exciting stuff here on Kata Nation, and never forget that we are Kata Nation. Like what you heard, keep listening to awesome podcasts here on Catanation Studios at wearecatanation.buzzsprout.com, as well as Spotify and Google Podcasts. And to keep up with me on Instagram, 
Go to at We Are Got The Nation, Got The Nation Studios for more.